Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. This week's episode is brought to you by Go Rendezvous. Want to grow your practice and get more clients? Try Go Rendezvous, an all-in-one practice management software starting at only $49 per month. Let your clients book their appointments online, either on your free webpage or on your own website. Automate your administrative work with two-way SMS reminders, online payments, electronic charting, and an automated waitlist. Experience the difference with a free trial or book a one-on-one demo. Visit GoRendezvous.com today. G-O- R-E-N-D-E-Z-V-O-U-S dot com. And we're back. The OC, the Osteo Connection. It is a beautiful Friday afternoon here in Montreal, Quebec, ah, Canada. So nice. Monsieur Jason would like to say something <laughs> to you all of you. Bienvenue. Merci. J'ai Monsieur Jason across from me. I've got Jason across from me. And next to me, I got uh, Kevin Longpre. Welcome back, lads. Yeah, Sean. Very good to see you. Yes. <clears throat> so, less Jason. Let, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Those are fighting words. Guys, busy day today. We just had a lot of uh, a lot of office work getting ready for next week's Reset Your Mindset. Yep. Mm. Yes. It's exciting. Well, it actually, is exciting. Yeah. Actually, this will be out after. The oh, yes. Technicality. Take but back. still, if you are Rewind. listening to this on Friday after our three-day workshop, Reset Your Mindset... This will uh, you'll you'll get some more out of this podcast today. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna keep in keep in line with uh, the theme for reset your mindset. And today we will be talking about framing. Mm. So, Jason, I think you you love picture frames, right? Oh, yeah. Well, certain ones. There's a certain quality I'm always looking for. <laughs> Just like napkins. <laughs> it's a great napkin connoisseur. <laughs> a napkin connoisseur. <laughs> Uh, Should we tell that napkin story? I don't think we ever did. I think it made a big difference. (laughs) (laughs) So we go in to see some doctors. Mm. And uh, we're, you know, we're seeing a caterer. And then we got to get some plates and stuff like that. And Jay goes, so do we go with the the super silky napkins? Or do we go with the regular napkins? The quilted one. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they don't care about napkins, dude. But they did. They did. I had two, <laughs> doc- I had two they, doctors the main specifically combo. said, man, this food's pretty good, but the napkins are uh, great. Silky yes. smooth. Great. When you They're wipe thick. the corners of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. They, they don't rip when you when you wipe. Yeah. It's smooth. Yeah, they like them a lot. Uh, God. Got a couple new clients out of that one, those napkins. <laughs> yes, we uh, did. Yeah. Lots of referrals. Mm-hmm. They're Quality amazing. of the napkins. <laughs> if these people. Double ply. Yeah. It's no different than walking into someone's office and going, I don't like your frames. Yeah, I don't like your frames. Let me tell you. Yeah, your frame is And let's not even talk about the the picture inside of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You call that art. (laughs) So today, we are going to talk about framing. And uh, we we came up with the idea for this podcast from the quote by Wayne Dwyer. Kevin, I'll let you do it because I was butchering it earlier. Wayne Dyer. Oh, Dyer. There you go. See, I'm already... Yeah. Sorry, Wayne. It's okay. He's dead. <laughs> Rest in peace, Wayne. Yeah, got Wayne, If you don't know Wayne, the obvious, he, 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 we'll die. See your he did die. Yes, yes, Wayne. Although um, he we could do, probably still hear you. He, yeah, it's true. 
And Wayne actually has some amazing words of wisdom. If you've ever read any of his books and seminars and content, mm. it's, yep. uh, it will live on for a long time. But what's the, what's the quote? Um, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Oh, my mm. goodness. Do you make that? Oh, no, well, I helped them. I helped them with it. But yeah. it's mostly... You influenced them. Mostly uh, Wayne. Mm. Mr. Dyer, sorry. Dr. Dyer. I, I think it was a doctor. Dr. Dr. Dyer. Yeah. Why did I think it was Wayne Dwyer? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Maybe he's missing. Him. Were you drinking before that? <laughs> no. No. Well, that's um, odd. <laughs> Wayne, I don't know. Wayne Dyer. Okay. So, what does that mean to you? Tell us. Jason. Oh, that's Monsieur Jason. Just dropping the ball on you. Great yeah. segue. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. when you change the way... When you change the things you look at, no, the yes. things you look at change. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Kevin said. It. Yes. Uh, well, listen. I mean, it's just. Uh, I mean, I can. How much time do I have? <laughs> <laughs> you have thirty-five seconds. Perfect. Uh, yeah. No, listen. That's a. <clears throat> it's just so true. It's what we see every day in our lives, right? That uh, you can have two people in the same circumstance, the same scenario, that react very differently just because of their. You know their viewpoints, their energy, their outlook, their mindset coming into the situation. Uh, thanks, and uh, yeah, so that's it. I mean, it's it just it just it's a way of saying, you know, the way you're thinking about things, your your energy, your attitude going into any situation or during a situation has a great influence on what you get back, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a very complex, big quote but for lack of better words it's all about mindset what we want to do our, our talk next week is just is the way we think on a on a daily basis on a minute by minute basis greatly influences the really the quality of life that we're living mm-hmm. right so the, the your lens and the way you're seeing the world in front of you has a great impact on on the experiences we have um what we feel and how we how we communicate with others in our lives. So it's, uh, I mean, I can go on and on about that quote, but yeah, in a nutshell, it's really about the importance of understanding that, um, you know, your viewpoint, your energy, being open to things, that that has just a tremendous impact on all aspects of your life. Mm. All right, Kev, what do you, let's hear what you can elaborate on Mr. Jet. Well, for sure. The So one, the lens we see or the framework we're looking through so yes. the, the lens, like Jay was alluding to, the lens that we see, yeah, the reality, lens or the frame, yeah, it's a very we good. see reality through is is one is fabricated. Okay. So it's it's easy, it's really important to understand that. Elaborate uh, on that. Please. So we all live in a so, matrix. <laughs> we matrix. are not real. Uh, <laughs> what are we? Yeah. Here we go. So uh, all life, all life experience. Um, uh, creates our viewpoint right so mm-hmm. like traumas we've been through to uh, things that we've seen uh, growing up to uh, experiences we've had all mold our perception of what r- we see as being reality so uh just like we've constructed that reality this lens that we see things through we can deconstruct it and <laughs> re refocus our get a new set of lenses get a new set of lenses or a new frame right or a new frame yeah so it's important to kind of uh use that and look at the framework we're currently using and is that feeding us is that serving us properly Mm -hmm. um because if it isn't well then it's worth looking at well why do i see things that way and maybe 
start to do the work to break that down to uh, reframe it in another light. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting you said that... Well said. Well said. <clears throat> uh, one thing that came up when just with your answer there, Kev, was uh, the, the viewpoint, right? So even just us sitting here, we have a completely different vantage point on what is taking place, right? So one from just our position, but as you alluded to, a lot to do with everything we've lived. Right? Yeah. Um, I remember someone saying that no, no two people watch the same movie, right? Mm. And it's, a, it's the same thing. So um, another, another kind of variation of that is, you know, even yourself, you yourself, if you reread a book, you're you're going to get different things based on your current experiences or the things you've been through out of that said same book, and so you know I like to read. A f- there's a few books that I read reread each year, and it is it's it's hooked on phonics. Hooked, yeah, well that's the program that I'm <laughs> currently going through. Good night moon. Yeah, <laughs> good night moon. Well, that one I've been reading for the last six years. Listen, but. that cat, the cat, that's Creepy. a squirrel. That's a like squirrel. I'm sorry, totally. yeah. that is not that a is cat. A squirrel. And it's a bowl of mush next I, to their bed. Anyways, come on. Ridiculous. I know. Come on. And that old lady? Hey guys, it's Sean, Kevin, and Jason here from osteomentorship.com. Today, we'd like to tell you about the Masters in Business for Osteopaths. It's an eight-week live interactive online program empowering you with a solid business framework to build your practice fuller and faster with confidence. This live interactive program is a pivotal business training program developed by osteopaths for osteopaths that will challenge you to execute at your highest level. Your MBO bridges the gap between your formal education and real life practice success. Please visit us at osteomentorship.com forward slash MBA. <laughs> Why is she even there? Why is she there? <laughs> it's a bit creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if she was a neighbor whispering hush or and something. And obviously that cat's not very effective because the mouse is on every page. So mm-hmm. right. it's not really doing its job. Yeah, you need a new cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Definitely doesn't... not Bentley. <laughs> no. That is no Bentley right there. That's no Bentley. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> coming back so depending on where you're at in life so again coming full circle to what you had mentioned jason your the lens that you're seeing the world through is based on your experiences your your um you know sometimes in the moment right it can be it can be the emotions you're feeling right and that can frame your outlook that can frame but Kev, then you brought it back. The best thing is, is that when you're aware and you're conscious of, of that frame, you have an effect on it. Yeah. Right. It's, so it's weird. Eh? It's like it's, you, you start the beginning of your life and it's the experiences you're through that create your reality and your viewpoint of things. Mm-hmm. And then we spend the rest of our life, hopefully, deconstructing those to have an effect of a different view that will give you a different reality, one more in alignment with really what you want. Or if you had a great upbringing, maybe not. You're just yes. yeah, well, well, you're then right. you're expanding have, the lens. You might have to less, changing them. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's where that old soul, new soul kind of comes in, right? Well, if you're, mm. you know, old souls have kind of learned their lessons eons ago, maybe. And, well, are, and, and it's, not, are, it's yeah. not necessarily bad experience. No, it's, it's any, every experience that yeah. molds the way we see things. So it's not necessarily bad. It could be just that it's, maybe um not in alignment with what we really truly feel or yes. resonate with so then then it's just that experience of of then being aware like Sean said mm. and then having that opportunity to then start to break that down in order to 
it's almost like the quote you were saying. I don't know if you said that last week in the podcast about Michelangelo and the yeah the, the when he was asked about uh, how did you how did you know how did you know how to or how did you come up with doing the statue of David when he said it was it was already in there. I just had to break away the marble mm, that was yes. in the way. Well, it's the same idea here, right? It's like how do you uh, break down these uh, ideas, this constra that we've created as who we are, mm-hmm. when in reality it could have been anything. So some some of that is really just to try and recognize again through awareness what what resonates with us the most, and everything else that doesn't starts to kind of dissolve, and then we have a better viewpoint of uh, what that reality is for us. Uh, yeah. That's more in resonance with who we are. It, I, and you're right, and I think it comes down. So that quote that um, you know when Michelangelo was asked about the statue David. Um, it's interesting because we had someone actually talk to us about that. One of our therapists here right, right away after we were, we had just chatted about it, right? She said, I forget exactly what she said, but you're like, no, you're, you have it, right? It, it's mm. in you. You just have to peel away the layers, you know, through probably practice, repetition, focus, like having a goal, right? Uh, to get access to it. To, uh, core values that are going to guide you, right? Towards that. But then you already have it. Right. It's uh, so you just need to 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 kind of just rely on on it and and be it. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah. It's it's funny, right? So that stuff is really interesting because because I always think about that, right? All the people, places, circumstances, you know, opportunities are are all there. It's just whether or not you're seeing them, and unless you take the time to define what it is you really want. So Kev, that's you're big on that one, right? Define what it is you really want in alignment with your core values and who you are actually becoming. You, you may or may not see these things, but once you have it, you're like, Oh, and I see this all the time. And some days in the morning when I'm in the right frame of mind and I'm driving to work, I'm like, wow. And you see things that, that have always been there, but now you see them in a different light. And you, know, you drive by, so like, oh wow, that's beautiful. I didn't notice that. And other mornings, depending on how you're, you know, how you wake up or the foot you step out of the bed on, right? Mm-hmm. I, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. We, we've all said these things before. You don't see those things. So it is. It's just a frame of mind or a frame of or a or a lens that you are actually either present, engaging in, or not. Right. So how do you get? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Hopefully, if you guys so, have been, yeah, yeah. So then the the question is: So how do you, are you, how are you able to see these things? Like, why is it that often you you don't? So what's the differentiator of train yourself somewhat? It's funny because it, as I I'll cutting quickly, like I that book by Jay Shetty, Think Like a Monk. That's what they would do as monks. They would walk the same path every day, but they were instructed to always find every day something different, something new that they'd never seen before. So part of it was just training, right? Is this is really like for us, for the every the everyday person is to be in the present, right? Mm-hmm. Not be always in the past or worry about the future, that you're actually living in the present and appreciating what is around us. And that was what he had said in his book that every day, how am I going to do this? And then they'll find a pebble that they hadn't seen before that had whatever, a special sheen on it or a plant or whatnot. So, I mean, I think a lot of it is just taking that time, which we said in many podcasts about really trying to be in the present, taking the time, appreciating it, 
almost being simple like that, right? So, so, so well, which some of which is, is awareness. It's it, having that awareness. It's um, <clears throat> not getting a, a stuck in the mind, right? So you can get stuck in the intellectual mental capacity of it. Whereas, oh yeah, now I got to find this because uh, whereas when you take pause and you just relax, that's when you'll start to notice these things because they, you're not in the way it's like you need to get out of your own way. So there was always a good one. It made me think when you were talking about Jay Shetty that Ram Dass had this uh, uh, on uh, one lecture. He was talking about uh, doing meditation at this monastery somewhere in, uh, in India. And, uh, where, or uh, I don't remember where it was. Anyways, the, the guy was telling them, okay, so all you're going to do is you're going to focus on the breath in and you're going to focus on the breath out. And he was like, okay, well... So he does it, and then the next day, the guy's like, so, how did it go? Oh, it was great. Yeah. And, he, and he, he said, but, you know, I, I kind of, I got distracted by uh, when the door opened, and then someone brought in some some food, or, or no, it was when he fell asleep. He goes, oh, yeah, then uh, I noticed I, f I fell asleep uh, pretty early. And he goes, oh, so did you fall asleep on the breath in or on the breath out? And he goes, I don't know. He goes, well, I guess you have more room I'll talk to you tomorrow. To yeah, I, more heard, work I, I listened to one of his too and he said the same yeah. thing. He goes, okay, so breathe in, breathe in. Perfect. What did you do in between breaths? How did you feel in between the inhale and the exhale? And he's like, oh, I don't know. He goes, we'll chat tomorrow. Right. As in, like, that's your next focus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah, it's that's like awesome. levels of awareness, you know? So, it, mm -hmm. uh, so I, think I, I think that's a big thing to changing the game here is, yeah. is what, what, can you put into practice to uh, allow yourself to settle, be more aware of things, uh, to get away from the chatter in the mind that, uh, and that will just grow with time. So it's, it, that's the hard part people have, uh, understanding is because they try and do it from an intellectual space, which is difficult because then the mind will take you on a ride. So you, you need to become that observer where you can, uh, just kind of see again what we were talking about before like the what how do i react or behave on a normal basis that is not really the way i am that's that's actually cool because i don't that'll bring i was just thinking about this the so when we talk about these the um, david hawkins work maps of consciousness right yeah so this is a lot to do with the frames or the vibration or the energy level that you're that you're living life at, right? But that's exactly what we're talking about. So, um, you know, I've heard someone say, yeah, exactly. So David Hawkins is famous for, um, you know, actually calibrating this stuff through muscle testing. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. If you haven't read any of his work, you have to. It's a to cool power, exercise to do. Power versus force or maps book. of consciousness. Or, I haven't read maps of consciousness. Yeah. I didn't read that one. Power it's versus good. force was excellent. Um, yeah, strongly suggest. You. <clears throat> strongly What's suggest that? you guys read it. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Who has it? I think you have it. Oh, Kev for the okay. live. Yeah, he borrowed from the it's library. Mine. Never it's brought it back. It's fine now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but actually, Kev, see if you can bring up the uh, the um, just the the, the chart. The, the chart, right? Yeah. So well, it goes from zero to one hundred, or zero to a thousand, thousand right? right? So two hundred being the neutral point. Yeah. And you know the crazy part of that is that the humanity whenever you wrote the book was something like 215 or 213 or, or, something like that. or something like that and he was saying how that was the collective of the world but that 85 percent of people actually resonated below 200 yes, yes. but it, because it's logarithmic that they're the 15 percent of the other people that were above it actually raised the consciousness of, of the entire world to be above that threshold of 200 okay so a little more context for those those listening so at the bottom would be would be 
um, fear and guilt and shame, right? Yeah, so like yeah. that. Le- so imagine this: if you're living right. life viewing the world through that lens, right? What do we have? Well, you have like hate, and shame, shame, yeah, shame, guilt, 20. apathy, right? Despair, grief, anxiety, fear, you know, desire, anger, right? Well, they always said up- anger was a good anger turning can, point. Yeah, anger is a good turning point because anger not, is not necessarily bad because anger can fuel passion for change. For change, right? shift, yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's that's these are levels of consciousness, right? And we can all re- resonate in there, and we've all lived different levels of these things in and out. But mm-hmm. where you where you kind of where you find your fulcrum or your balance point is ha- is the lens that typically, generally, you see the world through, and and this so you, is, you can muscle test to do this exactly. So you can muscle test to do this. This is actually super interesting. But the the the, the moral of this whole story is that um, you know actually you said this. I kind of made fun of this as we were, but life is a boomerang. So whatever you give off, it will come back to you, and um, right. Is that what I said? Something like that. In your well, in the you, face. Whatever you whatever you throw out, right, it will come back to you. Or life is a mirror, right? So if you are giving off uh, joy and love and you're you're living your life in that wavelength or that energy uh, or that consciousness as he calls it, um, that is what you're going to bring to the world and the world will bring that back to you. So that's kind of the gist of this whole thing. And, um, and that's how you're going to see the world in front of you. And that's how you'll see that'll be the frame or the lens that you view the world through. Right. So, and you see some of these people or some of these, um, these evolved people, right. Uh, let's say like, uh, you know, Kev next to us, right. I mean, when he looks <laughs> oh, yeah. at, when he, Kev looks at us with just pure joy in his, in his eyes. And mm, it love. would scare, it would scare the average person <laughs> yeah. for us. We're used to it. Yes. A few yeah, restraining but. orders have been handed out because of that, yes. that, that gaze that he gives you. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we know it's pure love. Those are one of my reactions I'm working on. Yeah. yeah. But we know it's pure love. So sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it used to scare me and give you nightmares, but yeah. come to, yeah. come, come to appreciate the, yeah. that look. <laughs> uh, so oh, we've made him. Awesome. We've made him put some dark shades on. Yeah, mm. goes in public. Yeah, mm. yeah. Start with. But that's context. definitely. So you know, if you have a chance to read Power vs. Force, we strongly suggest to do. It's. Uh, it'll help you in <clears throat> your frame and how you view the world. It'll also help you with your patience, right? It'll help you uh, really understand where they're at. And um, we've spoken about this before, but but. We said, you know, one of the main roles you have as a therapist is is to really understand where someone is at with respect to their energy. And if they're really low, you know, you kind of figure out how to meet them at that level and then bring them up. But if they're too high, you want to meet them also at that level and then bring them down so that they achieve just a nice balance point. Um, and understanding this, this, uh, like the this map of consciousness here that we've that we kind of just talked about is an amazing way to do that. Yeah. Well, so. it's neat when they calibrate it to a number because you can kind of, you know, once you have an idea, we we you said a few right, shame, fear, all that stuff. We all knew that resonated below two hundred his value. Yeah. So it's neat because as you're feeling those emotions, you can kind of then internalize and feel like, yeah, I don't feel well, yeah. right? Versus when you are at your best and, and good things are happening and you're, you know, you're, you're something there's loving or you're feeling good and all these positive emotions that are on there, right? Like your inspirational, hopeful, willingness, all that kind of stuff comes up and you can feel that change in your body. So you can, you can see how that changes the way you're living, your, your enjoyment, if you will, from day to day. So it's, 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 it's a great tool to have if you haven't seen it before. I think the biggest 
takeaway here from is, is is all of these emotions and these lenses are okay right they're okay to to be in and they're necessary you know they're all aspects of life and the most important thing kev you said is just being aware of them and and then realizing that you can resonate at a different frequency or you can um move up this map of consciousness right you can you're not stuck with the frame that you may be living in you can change that frame uh, and it takes work and it takes practice and it takes awareness and uh, one of the best ways of doing it uh, as kev has said is through practice and meditation just to be aware of your state of being to be aware of the emotions that you're feeling to be aware of the triggers you know that we all have in life that will will bring about some of these emotional reactions that They're have been programmed like repetitive repetitive yeah. thematics that that keep coming up that yeah. you know it's we were talking i was talking to someone this morning about that and the recognition this person had started to realize like this this repetitive thing that just kept happening over and over and she's finally got to the point where she was saying she goes now i understand i have to work on this you know but sometimes life's throwing all these things at you and we take it as like oh my god i can't believe this is happening again and it's not fair why is this happening to me but it's because you're not listening <laughs> yeah so the more we can honor that and really understand life's providing the opportunity for us to work on it and move past it uh then you can really make some amazing progress you know it's, and it's also you're getting it because that's what you're giving off right that's what you're that's your current calibration yes. you're resonating that so that's what you're giving off to the universe and that's so what, what do you expect that's what they're going to in turn give back to you yeah. mm -hmm. and i like the idea too when you said that sean it's like we all are going to we're all going to face these emotions at different times of our life we're we're human right we we are we have faults right it's normal it's the key is recognizing them and not staying stuck in that state yeah. and having the tools that you can put in place through meditation or breath work or whatever you want to do to not stay in that state to mm -hmm. switch it to understand it be aware of it and then be able to switch and get back to a state that again makes you feel better and and is whatever optimistic and and you know the life you want to live you know we're, we're all striving to be the best version of ourselves and, and and to have the best experiences that we can at the same time so that's the that's where the magic is is trying not to get stuck in those situations no i um, agree all right let's wrap it up today with when you change the way you, you look, look at, at things, things things you look at change wow. right, dr dwyer. nailed it dr wow. wayne dyer <laughs> dwyer <laughs> dwyer dr wayne dwyer um Thank you all for listening today. Uh, hope you had, uh, you know, you learned something. Uh, a couple books for you. We'll, we'll we put the links. The we'll put the links in the show notes. And um, yeah. yeah, hopefully you guys uh, joined us for our reset your mindset. Um, if you're listening today, I think I think we'll, we'll still allow the link to be. I, th I believe you know we're not going to close the registration even for the for the reset. So you guys can probably get access to that because it'll be on on record. Or on the line on the line somewhere mm -hmm. somewhere um mm -hmm. yeah it'll be available for you so do that three-day workshop and um that's going to lead into something just exciting coming just up after the three-day workshop we have our reset your mindset we are um, enrolling students for the second second edition of the mbo program the masters mm -hmm. in business for osteopaths so uh we hope to see it. hopefully we saw we met you during the reset and if not we will meet you at some point down the line um and uh, we will see you. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye, everyone. Peace. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something. Or not. 
And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.